Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the second episode of Disco Inferno, the podcast. I am your host, Sam. Alongside me is my co-host, Logan. What's up, everyone? How we doing? I'm doing fantastic, and I hope y'all are doing fantastic as well, because we are excited to take you on this journey. That's right. This is going to be a fun one. The beginning of the real stories start now. You know, we talked a little bit about what we're kind of venturing towards in the last episode, but now we're going to get into the real nitty gritty details and welcome aboard. We are very pleased to have you with us tonight. So the first thing that we're going to focus on for the next few months or so is going to be our double dating experiences. And let me tell you, so far it has been quite the ride. It has been so much fun. I've enjoyed what have we? We've been on, at the time of recording, we've now been on three, right? Mm-hmm. And they've all been very different. Mm-hmm. And they have all been very fun. I 100% agree with all of that. And we can't wait to tell you about all of those experiences. But before we can do that, we got to run through how we even got to this place. How did we get here? Well, we're about to let you know. <laughs> so buckle up. Enjoy the ride. Because it's Disco Inferno time. Let's go. Disco Inferno, the podcast. Here it is. So let's go back to around mid-February, okay? So by this point, me and Logan, we had been going on, or we haven't been going on any dates. I'm jumping too far ahead. At this point, we have been doing weekly accountability check calls. And this was around the second week of February. So I was in Texas for all of January, came back up. And then I quarantined for two weeks because of COVID and everything going Good on. Good man. Good man. And then I texted Logan or Logan texted me, one of the two. I can't really remember exactly, but one of us was like, we should go up. I should stay at Logan's for the weekend. And I was like, absolutely, I should. Yeah, I think the, um, so I, I mentioned this last time, but you know, I was uh, in the midst of a busy season at work. Mm. And uh, so I think we picked out the weekend because that was supposed to be when I was, I was winding down. Um, I think it ended up not being the point when I was winding down, but we said to hell with it. Let's do it anyways. Exactly. Now that you're bringing that up, that's exactly how it happened. And I haven't been in the state for that long. So, um, you know, being down in Texas and everything, I haven't seen the boys in a while. I wanted to see the gang. So I was like, you know what? I got to just ship it up to Cambridge and let's have some fun. Let's just hang out, chill, do whatever. Yeah, I mean, the goal was to, uh, well, actually, no, nah, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. I think we were we were looking to rip it up for a weekend. We had been doing our accountability calls, but being in different states and all, we were obviously um, not catching up in person, and it was about time to, uh, to do a little accountability face-to-face, rip it up, see yeah. what we've been up to. I don't think there really was a goal from this trip other than just me coming up just to visit. See yeah. the gang. We might be overhyping this trip. <laughs> it was just a normal weekend with the boys. But little did we know what would amount from this little trip. <sighs> I tell you what, it really took a turn, didn't it? It did. I, To be quite honest, I don't really remember much of that weekend for the most part, aside from kind of the general idea of things that we were doing. But like, I do not remember leading up to that weekend. I don't remember after that weekend. It's all just kind of, it was a blur. 
Yeah. I mean, it was a busy time. There's a lot going on. Um, I was really busy. I mean, you were just coming back from Texas. I think there was, there was a lot going on for you too, but mm-hmm. this, uh, I tell you what, this weekend sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. So I decided to go up for the weekend. It was a Friday night. And for some reason I couldn't get up there until actually, no, I got up there midday. Yeah. I remember this. Oh, now. that's right. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, it was, it was on a Friday, middle of the workday. And I think you showed up probably around like one or two o'clock and, uh, I have roommates and we're all working remotely right now. And I think, I think no one else knew or no one else remembered that you were coming up. And then one of my roommates who works up all the way upstairs in his room came down and walks into the living room and there's this man, uh, you can't see him right now. If you ever get clips of these, uh, these video recordings of the podcast, maybe you'll see what it's like, but Sam has this long flowing hair, you know, like Fabio out here. Um, it's beautiful. <laughs> and anyways, he was, you know, I think it was probably the beanie look, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know. What, what, what would you call that vibe with the beanie? You've got the long hair, you know, maybe a, like it's a flannel or something. Definitely on. an outdoorsman look. It looked like I had been in Colorado for months just chopping trees down yeah if if he was wearing ratier clothes you would think that a homeless I, guy came in. i looked like i was a stoner even though i don't smoke weed i don't smoke anything at all by the way good for you but i looked like a bona fide stoner yeah no that that is a pretty good description of the look and also i looked even crazier than normal because at this time so i've done a little bit of acting here and there on the side background acting work And I got an email that the casting agency up in Boston was looking for white men around my age with long hair and beards. So when I found the news out about this, I was growing my beard out. And when I grow my beard out, I look disgusting. I completely forgot about this. It is red. It is patchy. It is gross. So I had that going on as well. And just, you know, a little flex. It was for a movie directed by George Clooney, starring Ben Affleck. And I had to send in my headshot at the time with me and the beard and the hair and stuff like that. They said specifically that it was going straight to the director and the director was going to choose whether or not I was going to work as an extra. Guess who the director was? George Clooney. Guess who did not get the extra work? Me. Which means (laughs) that George Clooney did deny me. But he did see your face. That's all that matters in the long run. Listen, you you got... got Indirect FaceTime with George Clooney. That's pretty good. Uh, That's more than I ever thought I would. That's good stuff. So yeah, so I was sitting on the couch. I was doing work and then his roommate comes downstairs and he's a little (laughs) rattled. He's like, who the heck is on my couch right now? And then I look over and he's like, oh, it's just Sam. Like, Yeah, I I think he he told me after the fact, he was like, dude, I walked downstairs and I was like, oh my God, like who's in our house? (laughs) And he kind of did like a double take and like he didn't know what, you know, it's like, like, dude, dude, like, what am, what are you supposed to do in that situation? You walk into your living room and someone else who you don't know is sitting there. I had my hoodie on too, so you really couldn't tell who it was. And then I pulled the hoodie down and I had the man bun in and I oh never rock God. a man bun. So I could definitely see how if I didn't know what I looked like at the time that I would be a little freaked out. Yeah, but obviously everything was fine. You know, Sam looked up in my room. It was like, oh, it's Sam. He's been around here before. Good dude. I'm, yeah. ha- I'm fine if he's sitting on our couch. Yep, so I sat on his couch until Logan was done with his work, which took a few hours because he was in busy season. Yep, you know, the grind never stops. Now, this is where it gets a little foggy for me up until one certain point. So, Well, you're forgetting. We obviously, you know, Friday Friday night, 
you know, probably what, six thirty, seven o'clock. You know, the boys gotta eat. You don't remember this? No. Oh my goodness. So was that we, when we went to Regina's? Oh yeah, that's when we went to Regina's. It was snowing that night too, actually. It was. Oh my goodness. The details you forget. That's right. So <laughs> actually, this is really how the whole night came into existence, no? Because we were talking, you know, we were like, what what are we gonna get to eat? And we were like, all right, you know what? Pizza's a classic. Um one of one of my one of my buddies, um, uh, his girlfriend lives in the North End and they love hitting Regina's. And so naturally he he threw that out as an option. But you know, up here in Cambridge, you can't really go to the North End Regina's, the OG. Very good. I love the pizza mm-hmm. there. But we were like, there's no way we're doing that. You know, maybe maybe we could order it. And I think we looked and the wait times on, you know, getting a pizza delivered from the so the nearest Regina's. I mean, what is it? Is it's it? It's got to be twenty minutes away. It's yeah. It's probably a twenty minute drive. It's in. It's in Everett. Yeah. Um. And so we looked at that delivery time, and we were like, "There's no way in hell we're waiting, you know, an hour and a half for a pizza. Let's call them and let's drive over there through the snow." So we called it in. We we loaded up in Pearl. That's my car. She's uh she's an absolute beauty. I think we ripped some fifty cent along the way, if I remember correctly. I mean, would we have done it any other way? <laughs> um, so yeah, so we hopped in the car, we rolled over to get pizza. And for those of you who are familiar with the Boston area, you might know that there is an iconic establishment over in that territory, over in Everett. Would you like to share? I like to call it the golden beacon of hope because as you're driving along I-93, you just see this nice golden curved, I don't even know what you would call it other than like a landmark. It. It really does stand out because there's not much over there. You know, it's it's the, you know, you're 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 outside the city at that point. So there's no other really tall. There's might be one other tall building that like Schraff's um, building that like kind of gets in your way. But for the most part, that is like the icon out in the distance as you're driving down 93. You look out over Everett, and there she is, bright and bold, standing there, staring you right in the face. Encore, Boston Harbor. Woo. The very bougie casino that recently opened outside of Boston. I think it opened up in 2019. And I remember I remember before I went up there for the night, I made sure to pack a few extra dollars because I had it in the back of my head that you never know when you might be making a trip over to Encore. You really never know. You never do. And ironically, you know why this was in your head? Because when I first when I first moved into my place in Cambridge, Sam came up and that night you know, we were kind of sitting around, not much to do. And, you know, a couple of us looked at each other and we said, should we hit Encore tonight? We said, it was brand new at the time. We were said, you know, we got to go check it out. And I feel like every time you come up ever since then, it's always in the back of our <laughs> mind, which is not good because, you know, the beacon of hope that Sam was referring to, I mean, let, let's be honest, gambling. I, I've never seen a game that is so fascinating because everyone who walks in those doors knows that the odds are not in their favor yet they go in thinking they're gonna win i have lost every single time i've been in a casino and that's not a that is not an exaggeration i have lost every single time and i have i've witnessed those those losses i have fared a little bit better but you know at the end of the day like it it's a loser's game and and you walk in there and people still get their hopes up that they're gonna walk out you know several times richer and it's just you know, 
the odds are like literally the, the game probabilities are not in your favor for a reason. And I think this had been marinating a lot in my head because when we went, it was September 2019. We hadn't been back to Encore since then. And of course, COVID happened, so it was closed for a while. And it was just sitting there. It's just, you know, we're just bored looking for something to do. What better way than to go win some money, you know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, my, my roommates were pretty on board as long as a couple of our other friends, they, some, not all of them had been to Encore yet or gambled that Encore. And um, funny story, we actually did some, uh, some gambling at the house um, over the winter where I was, I was the casino. Um, I hosted the games for the evening. And that was one of the most revealing experiences because I ended up making all the money that night. And no one else was happy. And I realized at that point, I was like, this is why the house always wins. So me and Logan, we're over getting pizza and we're on the way back and we just keep having this conversation. Should we rip Encore? I think we should rip Encore. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's busy season for Logan. You know, it's snowy out. It's kind of dangerous to drive. It's dark. It's cold. It's kind of gross. Might as well just sit inside, watch a movie or something, but just keep looking at each other like, Maybe tonight's the night we go back to Encore. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I was talking with one of your roommates when we got back. And by this point, we had decided, yeah, we're going to Encore for sure. And when I was talking to his roommate, he distinctly said, okay, Logan, how come every time we ask to go to Encore, you say no? But the second Sam comes up here, asks to go to Encore, you're fully on board. I, you know... I, I'm going to be honest. I don't totally know how to answer that question, but <laughs> I will say that Sam, you got an energy about you. You know, I don't, I don't know. We, I feel like, you know, that's like, you know, if you listen to episode one, that's kind of like the telepathic. We just, I don't know. We just vibe. You know what I'm saying? We were on the same wavelength that night and there was just something in the air that was telling me that we had to go to Encore. I think, I think it was game over as soon as we pulled up to Regina's and it was staring us in the face. Yes. You know, even though we didn't go right then, we, we took the pizza back to the house to eat it and pick up the roommates. But I mean, you know, when, when the concept is in your head and then you, you drive out and you're staring Encore in the face, like, what are you supposed to do? The golden beacon of hope was shining extra bright that night. So it was, yeah, I mean, it, it was inevitable. You know, it's, there there was, we weren't standing a chance. We were going. So, so we, we did it. Yep. We got back, consulted with his roommates. Some were on board, some were not so much on board, but I think all of them ended up coming. Yeah, they did end up coming. Yeah, there was there was a lot of guilt tripping people into this one. It had to happen. I mean, I was only up there for what I thought would be one weekend for who knows the next time I would be back up there. Right, yeah. So we had to do it. So we go on over to the Encore. We have a great time. At least I had a great time. Yeah, I mean, you lost money. I made money. I, I, I think I was the only one that made money that night. Yeah, you were. I did lose money, but I go into a casino every time knowing that I'm going to lose that you're, money. You're paying for the entertainment. Like, let, let's yeah. be real. If, if you think you're going to make money, you're you're going to the wrong place. The place was packed, too. It was for COVID. We got yelled at coming out of the elevator because yeah. we, I guess you're only supposed to have, what, like two or four, four people? Yeah. We, you know, us not knowing we're in the garage elevators, we just pile in maybe six of us. I mean, we, we had the car packed. We had people getting out of the trunk in the garage. <laughs> And of course I had the tunes blasting, you know, I was oh, playing, yeah. you know, my music taste might be a little different from some of theirs, but I was 
catering towards the crowd. You know, we had some Sammy Adams going. That's uh, one of his roommates' favorites. Oh, all I, night longer. I think it might be his favorite. He always requested that song. Does get me in the mood to go lose some money at Encore. I will tell you that. I'm gonna shoot you straight. That song really doesn't do it for me. Mm. But you know, I, I can I can see how it gets the crowd going. You know, you know. I don't even remember the lyrics right now. All I know is want to go all night longer. Yeah. Something about pouring drinks and making them stronger. I, I, you know, it just, I don't know. That one never really hit for My me. My go-to song is always No Hands by Waka Flocka. That slaps. I'm pretty sure we played that like two or three times on the way there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we go to Encore. We have a great time. I lose some money as usual. The golden, the golden beacon of hope does its thing. And then we go back to Logan's place. This is where the ideas are really starting to flow. You know, we got the energy from the casino. It's infiltrated into our bodies. All that oxygen they were pumping in there. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. That oxygen that they pump in there. I want that in my house because I never feel better than when I'm in a casino. My body just feels. We'll explain this all throughout the rest of the podcast, but I have a lot of ailments. But every time I'm in a casino, my body just feels energized and ready to go. Maybe that should be a thing. Like, you know, like casually boost oxygen levels through like the the venting systems in houses whatever encore is doing they're doing it right because i feel amazing and with how many old people are there all the time they gotta feel amazing too i mean listen when you don't have to bring the old oxygen tank with you you can just sit in the room i mean that's not so bad right (laughs) so we get back to logan's place i don't even know how this came up we were just kind of chilling hanging out yeah, I mean, well, it was, yeah, I mean, I think we were all, you know, it was, it wasn't that late. We didn't stay at Encore too long because a lot of people, you know, were losing money quick and they were like, all right, you know, this actually isn't fun. That that beacon of hope is really a, just a, you know, a mirage in the distance that just, you know, really makes you upset by the end of the night. And um, so, yeah, I think we were just, we were hanging out. Um, I drove there and back. Yeah. So we weren't drinking at the casino, but when we got back- I think I started cracking a few. My roommates were were all enjoying themselves at the casino. Yes, they were. And when Logan cracks a few brews, the ideas that comes through his mind are nothing short of incredible. I mean, I don't know if that's the most accurate statement, but you know, a, a, a couple a couple beers will definitely loosen the kid up. And Logan, out of the blue, hits me with the, "Do you want to go on a double date?" I'm like, absolutely, I want to go on a date. Are you double date? Are you kidding me? I mean, if you were to ask me where this idea came from, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea how this popped into my mind. That was my next question because I also have no idea how that came up, but you just hit me with that. I was not ready for it, but I was all in. You know, I think, I think, well, yeah, I mean, I don't have an exact uh, foundation of where that came from, but- Obviously, you know, I've got my roommates who are all in relationships. Uh, We've got a couple of good friends down the street, all of whom are in relationships. So, you know, throughout COVID, you know, you're trying to keep keep the people you see down to a minimum. And, you know, I end up, you know, what am I, seventh or 13th (laughs) wheel? You know, I'm just always the odd man out, which is fine. You know, like I, I don't mind it, but, you know, I also, you know, it's just been COVID. You're not really putting yourself out there. I mean, I... To be fair, you know, it's not like I've ever really not not a player. We're just going to throw it out there. You know, we are not players at all. I mean, I have 
I'm all right. I'm 23. I had a girlfriend for a couple months coming out of high school. That went downhill in college. Um, I think by the end of first semester, freshman year, game over. Um, and then after that, I like had like a sort of girl. I would consider us dating, but it wasn't an official label. You know, one of those kind of a childish scenario, but that's what it was. Um, actually coming out of college, you know, not too long into the working career. That got ended. Um, and you know, all that time I was single, it's not like I was out there being a player. I, I can promise you that much. And I have never had a girlfriend at all, have never really dated. The reasoning for that, there could be a lot of different reasons depending on how you ask. If you ask my mom, it's because I have zero game. If you ask me, it's because I'm focused on chasing that bag, but I have no paper to show for it. <laughs> so take of that what you will. But I was all game to go on this double date because it sounded fun. Yeah, I mean, I think it was something, um, you know, we always talk about these comfort challenges and actually this would be a good point to bring up, you know, so this was, I mean, it had to be, I don't know, uh, second, third or second or third week of March probably. And we had started doing our accountability um, calls, which were really just, you know, weekly calls where we would, we did set weekly goals um, and we, we had them all mapped out in a spreadsheet and that kind of stuff. But it was also just to catch up, you know, talk, talk some, talk some big brain ideas, um, that kind of stuff. And one of my annual goals for 2021, I guess, um, you know, I always play things really safe. I'm not sure if I'm just terrified of failure, um, or what it is, but you know, when I think about it, it's like, you know, I never really take big risks and I don't mean doing dumb things like, you know, putting your life on the line or something like that, but, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, um, pushing yourself to do new things. It's like, you know, you, sometimes you'll, you'll hear about things, you are like, oh, that, that's kind of interesting. But like, I don't know, it kind of, kind of gets me a little nervous. I, I don't want to do it. You know, I don't want to commit to it. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but the flip side of that coin is like, you could try something new and it could be completely awesome you know, it could completely redirect your life. Right. And anyways, I'm kind of beating around the bush here, but long story short, one of my, one of my annual goals was that I wanted to fail at something like, like big time fail. Like, you know, I'm talking, get stood up, you know, a great option is to get rejected by a girl. No better way. In my opinion, that's an easy way to fail. I mean, we all know I could use a girlfriend. I would love to have a girlfriend. I, I, I'm a relationship-driven guy, but there are also a lot of other things in life that I'm also interested in, and they are pretty time-consuming. So, you know, there's a finite time in this in this world, and, you know, you got to figure out how to allocate that time. But what better way to go, you know, you know, I mean, I mean, think about it. What better way than to go Find a girl you like and, and, you know, try to win her over, huh? Sounds like a pretty good adventure, one. And, you know, if you fail, you know, at least you at least you put yourself out there and tried, you know? You can't look back and regret in the future and say, dang, I didn't at least give it a shot. Right. I mean, what if, you know, your your dream girl is walking by, she's standing there on the, you know, you see her at a restaurant, you see her walking on the sidewalk. I mean, who knows, Right. 
and you see her and you're like, wow, I would love to know more about that girl. And she just walks by. And you're like, you know, later that day, you're like, oh, man, that girl, she was so pretty. I should have talked to her. But you didn't. Right. And you could have. But you thought it would be too uncomfortable. Too uncomfortable. And you sit there and you're like, I mean, she's going to reject me. Why would I do it? Right. All these stupid, lame excuses. They just run through people's heads 24-7. And it's funny, too, because, listen, if you go up there, you shoot the shot, you say, hey, you know, here's my number. I'd love to take you out sometime. What happens when she says no? Okay. You go home. You didn't know her originally. You still don't know her. And I promise you, maybe she's going to go and tell her friends some random dude walked up to me on the street today and asked me out. But odds are you don't know any of her friends and they're probably never going to talk about it again. It's probably just going to be a funny story for one night and no one's ever going to hear about it again. So like really... It's really about like putting things in perspective, right? It literally does not matter. It it really doesn't. Like, what is the downside to you? You might, you know, if, if you got, if you don't have thick skin, maybe you're going to be a little upset when she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not interested or even better. Sorry, I have a boyfriend and he'll kick your ass if you ask me again. Um, but there's, re- there's really such minimal downside, but you can build it up in your head so easy. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So that was planted in Logan's head from the beginning of the year because he wanted to fail big at something. So what better way than the double date, which led to the next question of, okay, we want to go on this double date. Now, how are we going to get this double date? So we decide what better way than to rip all the dating apps that are out there. Oh boy. So we end up going with the big three. We go with Tinder, we go with Bumble, and we go with Hinge. And... What we end up doing is we make an account for both Logan and Sam on the same account. Typically, when you make these dating accounts, it's just for one person. We put us both on there. So like under the name, it said Logan and Sam. In the bio, it said we are looking for a double date for tomorrow, Saturday, whatever the day was. Yeah. So this was still, mind you, this is like we got back from the casino. We've kind of kind of straight off track here, but we had gotten back from the casino. It's probably, you know, 1231 in the morning. And here we are like, hey, let's make this double dating come to life and let's make a double account on one of these dating apps. So we start making the the accounts and then we're looking through pictures and all we have are pictures from us back in college. Once again, I got the man bun. I got the beard going on. I look nothing like I did in college. So we decide that we need to spice things up a little bit, have a little photo shoot. <laughs> I can't believe we did this. So we grab... The nearest items that are around us, which happen to be a basketball and a football. <laughs> we post up on the couch. We grab one of his roommate's girlfriends and say, we need you to take some pictures of us. Oh, what's this for? Oh, it's for our double dating. Of course. Duh. What so do you we, think it's for? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we might look, we might look really nice holding a football and a basketball but how are we going to know unless we take a picture and look at it ourselves? You know what I mean? (laughs) So we have this nice photo shoot. We take like 15 different pictures. This is literally all we are sitting on my couch holding a basketball and a football. Sam has his mask half on his face. Like he's got it strapped around his (laughs) ear because we had just gotten back from Encore. And it is literally, I mean, 
someday we'll maybe if we get enough traction we'll we'll release these uh this photo shoot to the crowd someday i'm doing this next week i'm throwing this on disco inferno the podcast instagram well follow that yeah definitely go take a look they're i mean they're really stupid photos i'm don't get your hopes up like these are very dumb photos but they're pretty funny because when you think about it these are photos of us just sitting on my couch doing random stupid things and that was the foundation of our profile on our double dating account. We thought this all was a great idea too, by the way. We thought our photo shoot was amazing. It we, was. It we was. thought the pictures really embodied what we were going for. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I think they do. We still, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to mention that because that'll come up later in the future. But so we go ahead, we do the photo shoot, we make the accounts go to bed, wake up the next morning, and we have maybe two matches. Yeah, I mean, we made it super late Friday night. Like, I don't, you know, maybe there's people scrolling when they get back. Like, I don't I don't even know. Like, it's there's nothing going on in COVID. People are in bed by, like, midnight anyways. And the people that we matched with, you know, they didn't seem like they actually had any traction towards going on a double date, so. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, to uh, by double date, right, we... Our hope was really that we would just go and be able to like meet some new fun people, learn about them. You know, if we find love along the way, then so be it. But there was really never any, you know, it's not like we were going out hoping that we were going to find a girlfriend in the first shot. It was really, you know, let, let's let's shoot it. Let's see what happens. Let's have some fun. Yeah, that's exactly what it was for. We just wanted to have some fun, be a little silly that weekend. And we tried valiantly. I think I spent at least a couple hours swiping trying to get any sort of traction, but no, no dice got absolutely nothing at all. So since we didn't have a double date lined up, I decided to go home early, sleep in my bed. So I left at like 7 PM that Saturday, went home and Hey, guess what? Logan achieved his mission of failing. If you would consider that a failure. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was a failure, but you know, it wasn't really, I don't think this was really the rejection that I was looking for because it was more the it wasn't like we had something and we lost it. You know, we really just never had anything. And I want to make it noted that at this point in time, Logan had never been on any sort of dating app before. Yeah. I don't, I don't do, I don't do social media. The most I've had, I, you know, I had a Snapchat. I still, I guess I do have it still. Um, but I usually, most of the time it's deleted off my phone. I only bring it back on occasionally for various things like when we have to reach out to girls that want to go on double dates with us sometimes they only give us their snapchats um but yeah never did really did social media no insta no facebook you know i'm a ghost and that also applies to dating apps i was very not against them in the sense that i thought they were a bad thing i was like listen i'm i'm not meeting my wife on a dating app like it's just it's not for me it's not going to happen i'm not downloading them I play, I've played around with them a few times, but nothing has amounted to any of it. But I do remember also speaking to your roommates that night. In the same conversation topic came up, Logan, we tell you all the time to make a dating app. And then Sam <laughs> comes up and you're immediately on board. What is this? I Again, I mean, I, I don't know. I I don't know how to explain it. We just, you know, maybe it's like, it's like groupthink, you know, where them, like, I just, I just don't buy into it. But then, you know, you come up and, and we start, you know, we start shooting the shit 
and all of a sudden, you know, really terrible ideas start sounding good. And maybe that's it. I I don't know. It's not a phenomenon that I can explain, but I can't explain it either, but it happened. I tell you what, though, it's something about the, the magic about my man, Sam, right? Tell me, tell me he's not pushing me out of my comfort zone. Maybe that's why I keep him around. Maybe, maybe we don't have the answers to these, but it certainly led to quite a fun weekend. And it really was the beginning of something much larger. Yes. But immediately after, once I got home, so we did our weekly accountability call on Sunday. We both agreed. Yeah, we need to delete all these accounts. Yeah, we well, yeah, we were like, there's no way in hell we're keeping this thing up. Like, delete those right now. So we deleted those. But the idea was still there. And I think about two weeks later, so a week went by, we did our weekly accountability thing. Didn't really think anything about it. Then another week goes by. It's Sunday. I'm posted up in my dad's office. Logan is posted up wherever he does his calls normally. I'm assuming in our nice studio. Yep. Right here in the studio live. And I don't even remember who brought it up. I'm not sure if it was you. I'm not sure if it was me. I don't remember either. But we thought we were thinking more and more about the whole double date thing. And how good of a comfort challenge it would be for the both of us to go on a double date. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty much just running back what we had previously thought, except the first time we did it and we made the accounts after Encore that one night, you know, it was just like a really funny, dumb thing we did late at night. You know, at that point, I had a couple beers in me and I thought it was a brilliant idea. But this was like this was a whole nother level. This is like sober thinking like, you know, maybe maybe we should actually do this. And I'll give you some of the reasoning why we thought this was a good idea for a comfort challenge, or at least in my point of view. One reason being that we just wanted to go out and meet new people. Me personally, I'm not a social person. I'm very introverted. I'm very much just like doing my own thing. I don't like going out at all. My dream day is sitting at home watching movies all day, maybe going in the backyard, getting some sunshine. That's it. I'm not a fan of going out. Never really have been. So this would be a perfect opportunity for me to push that comfort limit and actually go out. You know what I mean? So that was one reason. Another reason, it's a double date. It's going to be super awkward when we go on it because I've never been on a double date. Logan had never been on a double date up until that point. And just putting ourselves in that situation, we both knew it was going to be extremely awkward and a great opportunity to push through our comfort level. Right. And yeah, I mean, from my perspective, obviously, you know, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but you know, it's the middle of COVID Two, I'm a very introverted guy. I, I don't put myself out there. What I usually do is, you know, I've got my, my main crew that I like to hang with. You know, I usually tell people if you find me in a crowd of people where, you know, I only know maybe one or two of them and I'm in a group of 10 plus, you're probably not going to hear me talk that much. I just, you know, I kind of, kind of roll by myself, um, keep a tight circle, that kind of a thing. And because of that, you know, I never really, you know, I just, like I said, I I don't really, I don't really throw myself out there much. And, you know, finally with all these accountability calls, I was like, you know what, maybe we should change that. See what happens. You know, if it, if it, if it turns out poorly, you know, it's easy to go back to the old ways. Right. So. And not to mention, you know, as much as I don't really enjoy being around a lot of people, there are a lot of interesting people out there with cool stories and there's a lot of cool people out there 
And I just kind of want to be around more cool people in general. I want to get to know more people. I want to see if they can learn anything from me, see if I can learn anything from them, share our experiences and whatnot. And, you know, just as a whole, meeting new people, it's just going to make at least myself more interesting. And it's going to help with my communication skills. It's going to help reducing awkward situations, meeting new people for the first time, work on my first impressions, things of that nature. And overall, it was something that would be awkward, but at the same time, it would be fun. This goes back to what we were saying. A lot of these people doing comfort challenges, they try to punish themselves. This is not punishing at all. This is pushing our comfort level a little bit. Yep. Nothing crazy, but we're both going to have fun one way or another. At least that's the goal. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree with, I definitely agree with all that. So we both, we talked a little more in depth about the thoughts of it. And this was very beginning of March. I think we're doing our big one, big call, planning out the month of March in terms of our comfort challenges and stuff. Month of uh, April probably, right? No, this one, this was for March because I'll explain this to you in a Uh, bit. Okay. I must have my timelines wrong. Trust me, it's it's the end of March because I guess I'll just lay it down now. We did not meet that objective of going on our double date by the end of March. That was our goal. Our goal was to go on one double date by the end of March. We were close, but we did not get it done in March. That's right. But so so the encore night was like late March. So no, it was late February. Really? Trust me on this one. I don't. You yeah. know, listen. We're going to have to agree to disagree here because I, I feel like that timeline's off. Trust me. Happened late February. We're going over for March because we'll we'll dis- we'll explain this. We'll, we'll talk later. about this offline. <laughs> Anyways, our goal is to have one done by the end of the month. Okay. So that was the big goal for the month for both of our comfort challenges. We decided we got to make this happen one way or another. So after this call, we decide that this has to happen and how we're going to do that. We're going to do almost the exact same thing, but we're going to make one double date account for the both of us just on one dating platform. I'm not going to say which dating platform that is because we've heard rumors of people making similar accounts, getting their accounts deleted. And in the off chance that one of our six listeners happens to know a connection at this company or whatever, we don't want our account to get deleted. Yeah. We, you know, we, we can't be having that. Listen, we, we've built up, too big of uh, a name for ourselves on there now at this point to to get deleted. And this time around, we made sure not to put in the bio that we were looking for a double date for this specific weekend. We actually, let me pull it up right now. Let me just kind of give you a rundown. Logan, if you want to kind of describe anything in the meantime while I'm pulling it up. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's a whole lot to describe. I think the, I guess the, the goal of the account was obviously to win the double date, but through our through our profile, we wanted to convey that like, you know, we're we're just looking to to meet new people, have fun, right? Like we're not we're we're like a couple of goofy guys, right? We're not we're not out there like you know trying to. It, it, we're not we're not out there trying to like hook up with girls, you know, do all sorts of crazy stuff. Like we're we're literally out there for the experience, the the conversation pieces, um, you know, to just see what happens, right? Yeah. Try something new. We've never been on a double date and we just want to try something new, which is also a great comfort challenge. If you're ever thinking about comfort challenges, just doing anything new that you haven't done before. Absolutely. We might actually, uh, 
once the website is up and rolling, we, we might drop some comfort challenges out there for you guys. Um, if you ever want to ever want to give them a run, or if you guys have comfort challenges that you like doing, definitely send them our way and we'd be happy to take a look at them. So we make our account, most of the same pictures. We got a picture of me and Logan in the Bahamas. Very cute. Very Classic. fun. We got a picture of us after a nice night at the bar in college. Very good picture. Logan's got his tongue sticking out. Oh, that's a that's a great photo. I actually have that on my uh I have the the physical photo on my nightstand or not my nightstand. It's like a bookshelf up in the studio. Up in the studio. Yeah. We got a picture of us looking very classy at we had this like it was gala the, um, type of deal. What do they call it? The commencement ball? Yeah, the commencement ball. That's we had a commencement ball at our college the week before graduation. We were looking very, very sharp, very dapper. Dressed to the nines. Then we got a picture of Logan with our college golf coach handing him a sandwich. Let me tell you, that photo, I can't stop laughing every time I see it. It's ridiculous. The fact that it's on our profile is so funny. Whenever we see him next, we got to show him this. because. And it, let <laughs> me tell you, he would love this. He would be saying, guys, you know, we should start doing triples and you should bring me along. <laughs> And just for the heads up, he's like a, you know, mid to late 60s white man, not in great physical condition, <laughs> but let me tell you, he's a legend. Absolute animal. Then the next picture we got is an old school picture of Nick Cage with long hair and Johnny Depp posted up. It's kind of kind of the vibes that we're showing. I Sam came up with this idea. Um, and it is a great piece because it shows that we're just a bunch of goons out here, you know, just being funny doing dumb stuff and i cannot tell you how hard i was laughing when he sent me a screenshot of that photo and said this is going to go on our profile what do you think and i said absolutely and then finally we got the last picture of us holding the football and the basketball because ball is life of course absolutely and um yeah so our bio was pretty much just find a friend we're looking to go on a double date and that's about it so we make this account and then we start ripping it, trying to get a double date going for as soon as possible. We were getting like some traction, but really not much, you know, nothing crazy. We would get a few likes here and there. They might have lived either far away or timing didn't work out. Nothing. Nobody matched with us that we were like, OK, we need to do this ASAP. No one really had that sense of urgency to go on a double date. Yeah. And not to mention the misfortune, you know, I think Sam mentioned it, you know, I'm five, six, Sam is five, seven. And, you know, a classic thing on these dating apps is, you know, you, you like match with a girl and she's like, all right, one requirement, you, you know, you got to be over, you know, five, 10. And it's like, ah, listen, sorry, <laughs> I could wear heels if you want me to, but otherwise I'm, I'm not hitting that threshold. And, uh, you know, I feel like we got that a couple of times. And we're gentlemen. We try to tell the truth. We're not sugarcoating our height. No, I mean, I think, I think we're, we are pretty upfront about who we are, what we are, you know, it is what it is. You know, what are you going to do? And if you look at our profile, I mean, you take a look at me, I'm a very basic looking white dude. I mean, I got long raggedy hair right now, just kind of doing me. I'm skinny. I'm not, I'm not jacked or anything like that. I, you know, you take a look at me on the profile, nothing stands out. Except for the fact that there's two of us. Right. Yeah. I mean, to expand upon that, we are really just two average white boys out here, you know, 
We don't have the heights. I like to think we're good looking guys. You know, we're not models. Although Sam almost was an actor, so you tell me. But um, I was a hair model once and about to be again in two weeks. Ooh. All right. Hey, you're, you're feeding them too much. They're, they're, they're thinking you're some hot shot. Shout out Barbara Steve at the 50 Ton Podcast. Go check it out. Wow. Already getting plugs in there. So where were we? Um, I think we were we were talking about oh yeah building so, the profile yeah yeah we built the profile we're starting to like people pretty slow progress for the most part yep getting a few likes nothing crazy so we both decide all right we got to pull the trigger we got to somehow get the balls rolling or we're not going to go on our double date by the end of the month yeah I mean the end of March I will level with you that I think we were aiming to do it by the end of March let's plan on that and. We were, we were like, we, we can't, you know, we can't fail the accountability goals. I mean, this is one, this is a team goal and we're about to, we're about to lose. So I throw out the idea to Logan that, okay, maybe we should spend the 20 bucks so that we can get unlimited likes. For those not on dating apps, you only get a set amount of likes for the day and then it just stops. Yeah. It's usually what, like maybe like, like six, eight, 10, something like 10 that. likes. Definitely below 20 for sure. Yeah. And we were getting zero traction. So I throw that out there. He's like, uh. Maybe. And then by that point, I already pulled the trigger and bought it. Yeah. I was like, I was like, ah, I, I don't know if it's worth it. And he texted me back about, you know, maybe five seconds later, already pulled the trigger. <laughs> and let me tell you, this was a game changer. What a good idea. It was good and bad all at the same time because I wasted <laughs> way too much time on that than I should have. It got to the point I was telling Logan, I got on a hot streak where every single person that was coming up, I was like, yep, I can take this girl on a double date. Let's do it. And this would go on multiple days at a time for two plus hours. I mean, let me tell you how thankful I am that... So so Sam was the lead on the account. You can have two people that have access to the same account on these. Um, so Sam was the one who was and still is managing the account. And he would be sending me updates daily. And I cannot tell you how much fun I like. I would be working long hours, and the end of my day consisted of Sam giving me the lowdown on the latest on our double account. And every night, it was absolutely electric. He would Facetime me, and I would be deep in my two-hour liking <laughs> spree, and I'd be like, "Bro, like, I'd love to talk right now, but I can't stop now. This is it's it's like encore. It's like hitting the slot machine. It literally it is exactly like hitting the slot machine." <laughs> I'm just pulling the slot, just waiting for someone to catch the bait and go on a double date with us. And at this point, we started getting a lot of likes. Yeah, they, I, you know, I got my own single account around this time, which was which was uncanny for me. And, you know, you get like a couple likes here, you know, you throw out some likes, whatever. It's really not that exciting. I mean, the likes started rolling in on this account. I don't even know how many likes we got at the start, but let's say around three to four times in the past I had dating apps. I think I had maybe quadruple the amount of likes in this three-day span on our double account than I have had on all of my other accounts combined, to put it in perspective. I will throw it out there. I think the girls on these dating apps probably would would make us look stupid with the number of likes they get relative to our double account, but... I completely agree. Listen, for us, this was like off the charts. It was actually crazy i could not believe how many likes we were getting 
I couldn't stop laughing. I mean, we'd be on the FaceTime and he'd be like, oh, there's another, <laughs> there's another. And I just, I couldn't believe it. It was so funny. We were literally off to the races. So this brought up the problem that now we have all these likes. I went a little overboard, not expecting anyone to like <laughs> us back. And lo and behold, we now have, at the, all right, so this was like the first week. We definitely have over like 150 likes at this point, for sure. <laughs> okay. So how the heck are we going to go ahead and figure out who we're taking on a, on this double date. We had to figure this out. We had to filter him somehow. So, I brought a little page out of my brother's book. Back in the day, my brother, he also had a double account with one of his friends, but it wasn't really anything serious. It was just more because they were bored. And one of the things that they would do was they would send a Google form, and it would ask a few questions. And based on these questions, they would decide whether or not, quote, they could hang unquote and i thought this was a genius idea and this could be the perfect way to filter out exactly who we should bring on this double date so after a little bit of thinking i decided it was time to create the vibe check this was an iconic point in our in our in our adventure here if you will this is probably one of the biggest key moments that we've had because this completely changed the tides from making this kind of a silly joke into something absolutely ridiculous and we're off to the races. I mean, this is like back in the day when they first realized that if they built a wheel, you know, the invention of the wheel transformed society. That's like that's like what the vibe check did for our double dating account. So I made this Google form, okay? Actually, let's go through the Google form now, and then I'll tell you what I did with the Google form. So I actually, to be honest, I don't even remember making it. It just kind of happened. I was in one of those flow states. You know, it's funny. I don't think you even told me that you're making it. I think you just sent me the link and said, <laughs> why don't you read this? And I'm like, what in God's name is this Google form called the vibe check? So Logan's got the vibe check pulled up right now. And at the very top, it's one of the pictures of us when we did our photo shoot, but it's just one of me and him mean mugging it, looking straight at the camera. Yeah, it's, I mean, if you're looking for the epitome of Sam and I, I mean, this is a great photo. It's a fantastic photo. It looks great. And it looks even better at the top of the vibe check. <laughs> so we'll run you through the vibe check real quick, just so you have an idea of what was all about this excuse me all right um so i will be honored to take you through the one and only vibe check so here it goes it opens titled as you've already heard several times the vibe check with a little intro paragraph for you congratulations you have expressed interest in going on a double date with two of boston's most stunning bachelors while we are in the very early phases of our quest for worldwide domination and infinite success we are currently on the hunt to treat some nice ladies to a great time out and about in Boston. With that being said, if we're going to create the double date of a lifetime, we have to do our due diligence to ensure that the vibes will be immaculate. The following questions will be a big determinant in reference to what kind of a date we plan on going on, assuming that you pass the test. So that's the intro to the vibe check. Now, let's get into the questions. All right. Let's just, yeah, you know, let's just dive in. Yes. Because, well, so there's another aspect to the vibe check that comes after that, which actually, Logan, 
say that part right now. We had to add this on later on because we got some questionable responses. So we wanted to make this point extremely clear. So we did have to add a little, uh, why are we doing this clause? Um, And here's what it says. You may be wondering why exactly we are doing this. The reason being that we are looking to meet new people, share some laughs, create some memories, and learn a little bit about life. What better way to do that than to spoil some lovely ladies to a great time? I don't think there is a better way. You know, I'm sure there are plenty of other good ways. This is definitely a great one. None of them are better. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. You know. So let's let's go into the questions of the vibe check. So ultimately with the vibe check, this would give us a good idea of the ladies that we would be dealing with. Right. It's a great way for us to kind of, you know, you can get some feel off of their dating, um, like their profile in the dating app. But, you know, when you get them answering these questions, it really gives us a little a little taste of what their per- personality is like, you know, whether they would be fun people to go on the date with. And so let me let me just walk you through what our questions are. All right. Number one, what is your name? Number two, potential names of who you may bring. Feel free to share this test with them. Now we get into the real questions. If you were to go to a concert, which of the following would you most likely attend? Options. This is multiple choice. Drake, The Weeknd, Calvin Harris, Ariana Grande, Florida Georgia Line, NBA Youngboy, Harry Styles, Kesha, or Bruno Mars? We have yet to get a response on NBA Youngboy. The second we do, that's an immediate double date. Yep. That one is like, if you're listening to this and you get a chance to fill out our vibe check and you actually want to go on a date with us, I recommend punching NBA Youngboy. We will find out that you're a fraud and you don't actually like him, but you will probably win a date. It's not probably. It will happen. (laughs) We will completely clear out our schedules just to see what kind of person we're dealing with that would go to an NBA Youngboy concert out of all of those. And with that, we'll move on to question number If you had to binge watch a TV show all day long, which of the following would you like to watch? Another multiple choice. Keeping up with the Kardashians, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, Entourage, The Sopranos, Fear Factor, or Gossip Girl? Pretty good mix in there. I'm going to be honest with you. I like Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and I love Entourage. I don't think I've seen a single episode of any of the other four on there. Maybe one of these episodes we'll go through our own vibe check and talk about our answers and our reasoning behind them. I think that would that would be a good episode. We'll do that in the future. Yeah, we'll have to keep that on tap. All right, moving on to question three. We're going to have to post this photo, by the way. So we got this picture of this group of Rottweiler puppies. Very cute. And I can't see that far if you want to read the rest of it. I can. Question three. If we were to get a puppy that looks like this, what would you choose as the name? Our options are Bruce, Wheezy, Rosé, Franklin, Bane, or Paul. These are the hard-hitting questions that we need to know. That's right. I mean, listen, I'm picturing when these girls answer this, they're probably sweating a little bit as they look through these options. Like, if I pick the wrong one... It's like it's like the dynamite goes off. There are some of these that are low-key deal breakers. I mean, we will take anyone out on a double date, but in terms of the vibes, deal breakers. 
Yeah, this is this is facts. All right. And so with that, those are their first three questions. That wraps up our multiple multiple choice section. We're jumping into the open-ended. This is actually the most fun. You think we're out here playing games? We're not playing games. You know what they say, play chess, not checkers. That's what we're doing. All right. Open-ended question number one. What is your go-to karaoke song? We've had some good responses on here. We'll save those for a later date, though. Yep, yep. All right. Question, open-ended question number two. Who is your celebrity crush? Another great question. Open-ended question number three. Tell us something interesting about yourselves. Not the most exciting question, but you can definitely get a kind of a gauge on what kind of girls you're dealing with based on how they answer this question. Yeah, it is very open-ended. So, you know, like you could take that a lot of different directions. It's kind of a cop-out question. It is. But it's a question that needs to be asked. That's the thing. Because we need any sort of ammo that we can have before these double dates. That would be good talking points. Absolutely. I mean, it's always good to have a couple things in your back pocket for when the conversation runs dry, knowing that the two of us are introverted and not great conversationalists. So, And if they have something in this section, that means they probably want to talk about that. That's a very good... I did not think about it that way, but that is a very good point. So, great talking points. And so that kind of closes out the major questions that we have. We then offer them a, a chance to say, you know, which of these dates most appeals to you? You can pick multiple. We're offering dinner and or drinks, preferably just drinks. Dinner gets very heavy on the wallet. Yeah, everyone out there, like and share this podcast because we need to somehow figure out how to make money off of this because... These girls, they're running up a bill when we go out to dinner. Yeah, and I do not have endless funding. This is not sustainable at all. But it's it's worth it. We do this for the people. That's right, for the people. Um, we wish more people would pick this, museums and people watching. That would probably be my top one, personally. One, I love people watching. I don't, honestly, I don't know if I've been to like really any museums in Boston other than like Boston Science Museum when I was like in eighth grade. Ladies. We need to go to some Boston museums. Opportunity of a lifetime. You're going to learn. I'm going to learn. It's going to be a great time. Let us know. Fill out our vibe check. Absolutely. And it's also much cheaper than the dinner. Oh, yes. Um, another, this one usually gets punched. It's never really been in the cards, but coffee and a nice stroll. That's class. You know, that that's like a, that's a very like classic city kind of date. You yes. know? Very enjoyable. It's, we haven't been on one, but very, very nice. enjoyable. Unless the caffeine hits you and you get a little jittery, that's never good. But I don't drink coffee, so. Well, yeah, maybe that one's not for you. I had my first cup three weeks ago. Fun fact. Comfort challenge. It was a comfort challenge. We'll explain that later. All right. This is probably my favorite option on here, although it's COVID and we can't really do it. Um, and I also think that it wouldn't really be like an ideal date. This basically just says, or I'll just read it to you. Grabbing your boogie shoes and hitting the dance floor. Once again, we're on the Disco Inferno podcast. We're looking to tear up the disco. The disco is going to be hot. I mean, there's no other way. You know, you catch me at Hong Kong, elite bar in Boston. It's usually actually like pretty empty upstairs. You might find me breaking it down on the dance floor. I have yet to experience Hong Kong, but I have been next door to good old Wild Rover countless times. Oh my goodness. The most... I'm just going to withhold my comment. Talk about burn, baby, burn. That place gets packed. Um, And then we have our classic cop out down for whatever, you know, 
everyone punches it, but you know, not that exciting. Um, we do offer them a chance, um, you know, considering that we're trying to do a lot of these, we are trying to push both weekends and weekdays. Um, so we give them the option, you know, I can only do weekends. I can only do weekdays or it doesn't matter. Let's get after it whenever we can make it work, which is usually the way it ends up being. Um, that's kind of a lie though. Most of them want weekends. Yeah. Well, they all want weekends. The problem is like, you know, quick background. I mean, Sam, you live, you live down on the Cape. Yeah. We forgot to mention this part. We do not live together. I live down on the Cape right now and Logan lives in the greater Boston area. So I, it at least takes me an hour and 20 minutes on a good day to get up here. So there's some, there's some serious planning and dedication that goes into making each one of these dates work as spontaneous as I like to be, which I'm not really that spontaneous. Let's be real, but <laughs> pushing the comfort limits That's why we're doing this in a great world where I am pushing the comfort limits and being spontaneous. I would love to come up here, but it's, quite the hike especially if i get hit in traffic yeah and i think actually that's probably a big positive covid it's probably less traffic for you you'd be surprised i've been stuck in two plus hours hours of traffic tra- uh, i cannot speak right now two plus hours of traffic here and there hey listen that's why you have 50 cent on your phone keep you going that's right all right we're getting towards the end of this vibe check so let me just close it out for you we give them a chance for any other relevant info that we should know um, and then very last, we give them a chance, um, say texting is the best way to reach us because as we mentioned before, we really aren't frequenters on social media. Um, so, you know, you drop your Insta, probably not going to hear from us, but if you drop your phone number, we do have phones. Um, so we give them a chance to drop some info so we can reach out to them and make this happen. Now, this was actually a late ad to the vibe check, but when we first started putting it out there, we were like, who knows? I mean, we couldn't tell. Like, we're like, are we jerks for putting it this out there? Like, our intention is not actually to, you know, grill these girls and be like, oh, you know, you're not good enough for a double date. It's it's really just like, one, we had a lot of fun. Well, Sam made it. I had a lot of fun reading it. Okay. And then two, you know, we're hoping that it's a lot of fun for them. Like, it's kind of like a funny, silly task. Um, but it also shows them a little bit about us. And it gives them a chance to show us a little bit about them. And we thought that was a cool concept. And we weren't really sure if people were going to fill this thing out. But let me tell you, they started, I mean. I sent this out to every single match that we got. Literally every single one. I would start it off. Actually, let me read some of the texts right now. These were like, these texts were some of the highlights of like my long days of working. I would finish up. And I would go through my phone and Sam would be sending me either screenshots or he'd be reading me the messages from the day. And let me tell you, they were priceless. And the way I would approach this would be dependent on if they said something back to us or not. So give me one moment while I pull someone up. too many matches he's going through over there yeah it's you know i honestly i'm so happy i'm not on the account because it's just like like i said i keep a tight circle i you know i i'm not like a big you know i'm not on social media i don't text people a lot unless you know it's like oh hey like i'm in the area like you want to catch up or something you know i'm not like texting people that often all right so if they didn't respond to anything to us and they just liked us back let's go with the name megan okay 
I would say. And granted, you've got to make this noted. I would separate each one of these texts. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. when I have a pause, that means it's a separation. Hello, Megan. Assuming this means you may be intrigued. If so, we highly recommend checking this out. Dot, dot, dot. That's how I started out. But then I started to realize, okay, these girls probably won't click on a random link. So then after the fact, I edited that too. If so, we highly recommend checking out our clap emoji vibe check with the sunglasses emoji. Put the link in and then looking forward to discussing more with the handshake emoji. The handshake emoji was a big one. I had never seen that really used and it seems to be working. It's a game changer. So I would send that out. And then every once in a while, we would get someone that actually texted us first. And they would usually say something along the lines of, oh, I have a cute friend that wants to go on a double date. And let's say Megan again. Okay. I would reply back, Megan, this is absolutely fantastic news. We would love nothing more than to take you and a lovely friend out to dinner or drinks or on a double date. But... With that being said, we have to do our due diligence and make sure that you pass our vibe check and then send the vibe check over. I can't believe any girls actually click on this. Like, if I, if I was them, I would be like, this is ridiculous. I'm not touching that. But lo and behold, how many responses do we have with so, the vibe check? So right now, you know, how many weeks in are we? Maybe like, we're probably like five weeks in. Five-ish, yeah. I'd say around five weeks and we've had, I would say, actual responses. So it, it shows 165, but something's up with the farm and we're getting duplicate responses from some of them. So we we looked through the other day and I think we were around like 120 like real different people responding through the survey. 120 responses. And let's like, I what do you think our conversion rate is? Because not every girl that we send it to does it. Some of them literally respond oh, and they're like, my goodness. yeah, right. Take a hike. All right. So to put it in perspective, in terms of matches right now, about to do some quick math on you. Hang on. I got to delete the app real quick. Close it out. Bring it back up. Okay. So we got 31 messages I haven't responded to yet. We have 278 matches that are hidden at the moment, plus probably another 30 that I sent something and they either haven't replied or something like that. So we're definitely 300 plus matches. So we're batting, you know, I we're probably batting like 30% on response rates on this. Not bad. Honestly, I mean, if you think about, you know, sales, what is a sales rate? Like, I guess it depends what it is, but like, I feel like, you know, 30% conversion, That's that's pretty good. We're businessmen by nature. We're La, keeping this yeah, yeah. the sales funnel, the pipeline flowing. Yeah. And this is not like a flex, like we've gotten a ton of matches. It's like, it's actually more surprising on our behalf because I really didn't think this was going to go anywhere. I think this is absolutely absurd that anyone has even responded to it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a ridiculous, but we've gotten some great responses and the pro so we weren't expecting anyone to do it. And all of a sudden, you know, a week in, we were like, oh my God, we're getting a ton of responses. I think and after two days, we had around 40 and we would just look at each other like, what is going on right now? This is bananas. I was, I was absolutely shocked. I'm, and I'm still shocked. 
<laughs> I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah, I I definitely feel that. And so the problem was, though, we now had them reaching out to us like in, in the form. They're like, you know, text us so we can set up our date or whatever. And we're like, all of a sudden, we've got like our head in our hands and we're like, oh, my God, like, you know, we can't like think about it. Right. There's seven days in a week. If we had 40 matches, we're already looking at over a month worth straight if we did one date a day. Like, like, how are we supposed to do this? And so originally on the on the original vibe check of all time, we had a thank you note at the bottom right before you submit it. And we, you know, we said, you know, we'll get back to you in two to three business days. And it turns out that that was a very ambitious turnaround time considering, you know, we both have our own other stuff in our life going on. You know, I, we can't purely be reviewing vibe checks. Um, as enticing as that sounds, you know, it just can't happen. It's not feasible. Maybe someday, but not right now. And anyways, so we had to revise our thank you note and it now reads, Logan lives in Cambridge and Sam lives on the Cape. We also have greatly differing work schedules and want to make sure we keep everybody safe from COVID. With all that in mind, it may take some time before we can treat you to a great time. Could be this upcoming weekend, could be a month or longer from now. Please be patient with us throughout the process. But we are greatly looking forward to an amazing time in the near future. I still don't know how to tackle this whole situation, to be quite honest. We're kind of just going with the flow. At this point, we have so many matches and so many responses that if someone follows up with us on it, that automatically puts them ahead of the curve. Yeah, I mean, it's key, like, you know, a key weed out factor, if you fill out the survey and you leave all of the open-ended blank, that's that's a big downer. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, or if you give lame responses as well. Right. But if you if you reach out to us, it's also interesting because, you know, we're messaging through the through the app. We send them the form. They fill out the form. But then any subsequent messaging is still through the app unless yeah. unless like we text them or reach out separately. But there will be some people will send it to them. They won't even respond to like the initial message. And we're like, oh, they probably hated the concept and they're going to blow us off. And then we see their name pop up in the in the survey responses and we're like, oh, okay. It shocks me every single time. Not only that, we're also getting people that I send the message or the vibe check to. They say, oh my God, this is such a cute idea. And they don't fill out the vibe check, but then they keep following up with us on the app. Like, so when we go on on this double date, it's like, hun, fill out the vibe check and maybe we could get something going. Listen, it's a prerequisite to go on the date. We're just feeling the vibes, trying to figure it out. Yeah, it is. It has been definitely a learning process, um, but it's been so much fun. So with that being said, we're about to wrap up on this episode. This is only a small little dive into the big ocean that we have gotten ourselves into. <laughs> on the next episode, we're going to talk about some of the results of the vibe check, Okay. Now, the multiple choice questions, you know, they're pretty straightforward. We could talk about the stats, you know, what girls like to see in terms of concerts, what dog name we're going to get, things of that nature. But you let these girls run loose with the open-ended questions, oh my goodness, you don't know what they might respond. I mean, talk about a Pandora's box. You never know. We'll leave it at that for now. We have some very intriguing responses to say the least so come back and join us next time and we'll be happy to share some of those responses
And after that, we'll talk about how we got going on our very first double date. That was quite a journey. Stay tuned. There's a lot of excitement to come, and we're glad you're along here with us. <laughs>